Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of K for Character Development. And as I promised you guys, we're going to be doing a very interesting, interesting topic. For the next uh, few weeks, we're going to be talking about psychopaths. I know. Remember, it's K for Character Development. We're going to be sharing stories in which you guys can learn what to do in certain instances and uh, the best way to avoid character development. It's good if you learn from others' experiences. Sometimes it's not so good when you learn from your own experiences. So I promised you uh, that I will be dropping an episode on dealing with psychopaths and I have been looking forward all week to sharing this story and here we are. So let's get started. Let's go. Okay, so uh, we're going to start this story right from the top and I will try my very best not to get confused and not to give uh, so many stories intertwined. You know how I do it, but I will change. I will try change. <laughs> anyway, so this is what went down. Um, so I am in campus. I'm in my third year and uh, we had gone home for a break and I was going back to school so that I can get started on the semester. So just just like always, I just went a day earlier. So I arrive... Uh, at my apartment where I stayed around eight in the evening so I'm like unpacking and I'm like so tired I couldn't cook at that time so I went out to get some food so I go out I buy some fries and get back to my house so barely two minutes after I go back in there's a knock on the door so I'm like okay most of my friends haven't come back from home so the, yeah that can't be anyone I know and the caretaker is mature enough to know that he can't just knock at my door uh when it's late and i barely talked to my neighbors so like my mind in the back of my mind i'm like who the hell is this knocking at my door at this time and none of my friends are back so it's not my friend who is this but i was like um let me just check it out could be something serious so i open the door and i meet a rather quite good looking guy i might say but yeah, don't let looks de deceive you. Because in this case, where <laughs> it's not easy. So yeah, I opened the door and he's like, hi, my name is Joe. I don't know why I didn't realize that that was a definite red flag. Having your name as Joe, I know I don't usually name names. I use decoys. But for this one, I just had to. Like, I don't know why I didn't realize it sooner. Like, Joe, for those who have watched you by netflix you know that that name is just a red flag a major one but at this point i hadn't watched the series so i didn't know nothing about serial killers and psychopaths okay so and he's like um so my name is joe and uh i don't have a place to stay and i wanted to request if i can spend the night at yours so as he's talking there's a breath his breath smells of liquor spirit i think so it's like hitting me hard and i'm like Ooh, he's drunk so he's like i don't have any way to spend the night i was requesting if i can spend the night to choose so first thing i didn't even introduce myself i go is like first of all i don't know you so i just can't let you in my place so then i proceed and ask him um so you claim you don't have anywhere to stay what year are you in and he says he's a fourth year then i'm like fourth year you can't lock friends around or maybe classmates just try find someone someone else to give you accommodation because it can't be me and then he goes like, no, I'm, I'm not even from here. So I barely know people here. Then why would you travel to a place whereby you know no one just to knock on some random girl's door to ask for a place to sleep? So I was like, uh, at that moment, my mom calls me, I guess, to confirm if I've made it safely. You know how parents can be anyway. They love us. Uh, so I excuse myself and tell the guy, like, chill. I need to talk to, I need to take this phone call. Uh, I'll get back to you later. 
So I lock my door and I pick the phone call. So as I'm talking to my mom, she's like, oh, how's school? How's your house? Was everything in order? Have you taken supper? Have you planned for the next day? You know, random questions. Then as we are talking with my mom, this guy is knocking on the door like annoyingly loud. And I'm like, I thought I dismissed you, bro. I told you no. So like go find somewhere else to sleep. Not in my house. I mean... That, that much was clear. I wasn't going to let him in. So like I told my mom, like, um, mom, just chill a sec. Let me deal with this person knocking. Then I'll get back to you. So my mom at that point, she's like paranoid and, and goes, why are you uh, entertaining someone at this time of the hour? Don't open that door. I'm like, if I don't stop them, they'll keep doing this. So let me just finish up with him and I, then I'll give you a call. And she was like, cool. So I hung up, I go open the door and I'm like, um, so I was on a phone call and you were really distracting me. What is the problem? I already told you. I'm not, give, I'm not going to give you a place to sleep. Then there he is standing with an iPad and he tells me, just take this iPad as insurance that I am not a thief. I won't steal anything from you. And after when it gets morning, uh, I will just leave with my iPad. I just want you to know that I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to steal from you. I'm just really desperate right now. I'm just looking for a place to sleep. So I go, it was barely two minutes. Where did he get the iPad from? It wasn't on him. So what I do is at this point, I'm fuming because he was distracting me. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know how loud I have to tell you this, but there is no way I am letting you inside. So just go. So at that particular moment, uh, he seemed pissed and I immediately just closed the door. Then there was a loud bang. And I mean a loud bang. <laughs> so I freeze for a moment. And then I realize what just went down. Like the guy was trying to punch me. But I closed the door on him fast enough that he landed on the pain. So he broke the pain with his fist. I was scared. So what I did, I froze for a moment. And then, I don't know, I just snapped back. And I just closed the door so fast. Then I had him like cuss so loud because he had cut his hand. There was blood all over. So I closed the door. I always panicked. None of my friends are back. I was trying to figure out who will help me. My parents are like miles away. I don't know my neighbors. <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is crazy. So the first person I could think of who could help me out of this situation was the caretaker. So I called him a street and I was like, hi. Uh, so there's a guy who almost assaulted me in my house so could you come please i need you so he's good and he lives around so he came through as fast as possible and you can't imagine how relieved i felt like he was there in like less than two minutes and i was like finally i can breathe <laughs> so i was i didn't even open my door so i was talking through the the pain the broken one and i'm like see what he has done he wanted to hit me but lucky for me closed the door on time so he hit the pain instead and then he was like okay okay now you, you need to calm down and open the door so that we can be able to communicate and i can be able to understand what exactly you're trying to tell me so i was like no what if he comes back and he's like no i'm here so open the door. so i hesitantly opened the door and uh we were talking i tried to explain to him whatever went down and we tried figuring out where he went to uh so uh he cut his hand so there were blood trails and uh, Two doors from where I was staying, we see the door has blood, right? And uh, that's where the blood trail ends. Meaning this guy never left third floor. I lived on third floor. So he never left third floor. Meaning he is in one of the houses. And that house that had blood was a good start. So the caretaker knocks and a different guy opens the door. 
well, this guy looks familiar because we have met a couple of times and I presumed he lived there. We have exchanged a few highs, but nothing past that because I, I barely even knew his name. So uh, the caretaker is like, hi, um, there was a guy who assaulted this girl and uh, we followed the blood trail to this house. So are you harboring him? Tell him to get out so that we can solve this mess. So uh, the guy is like, he calls out, Joe, this is your mess, come sort it out. So he comes out all arrogant um, and, I don't know, trying to act manly after that hideous, hideous act he pulled off. So he comes out and he's like, um, so uh, it's just a broken pain. I'll just pay for it. Uh, that's all. So the caretaker is like, hold up. Why are you being arrogant? I want to know what happened from A to Z. So this guy had the audacity, and I mean the audacity, to lie and say that he was my boyfriend. Get this. <laughs> oh my God, I had a boyfriend I didn't know about. Anyway, so this is what he said. He said that he was my boyfriend and we had a planned sleepover. Then when he came to my place, I changed my mind and that I had a change of heart and he didn't have anywhere else to go and I chased him out. So at this point, it's like a whole drama. People are out of there. They're just peeping from their doors and windows. People want to know what's going on. And I am there dumbfound. I'm like, wow, the audacity. It is the audacity for me. So uh, the caretaker is like, uh, okay, so you have told me a different story from what he's telling me. So who's telling the truth and who is lying? And at this point, I think almost everyone is confused. So uh, I remembered that I didn't introduce myself to him. So I asked him, what's my name? No, you're saying I'm your girlfriend, right? You need to know my name at least. So what's my name? He didn't know my name exactly then there goes my second question where's my number he didn't even have my number so at least i had the caretaker on my side and that this brought me to to this thought of like what if he would have hurt me probably kill me and then when he's giving his witness statement or his statement he will say that oh she was my girlfriend i found her cheating with someone else you know like it made me realize that probably this story is whereby girls are being murdered by their alleged partners. Could be it's just an act of being jealous or an act of, of a psychopath raging all over the place. No, no, just think of it. Just, just imagine it. If he had the audacity to lie in front of my face saying that we had planned and we were romantically involved for someone who I have never met. Imagine the worst. I don't know. I, I even stopped imagining. I was like, wow. What if that had actually happened? And he would have just gotten away with that, with just that ridiculous story. If probably I would have told him my name. Anyway, let's keep going. So um, the caretaker is like um, not on my side because at least I was able to prove that whatever he was saying was a lie. So he started being all arrogant and like, he was like, oh, I'll just pay for whatever, whatever money you need. I'll just pay for it. I have money, blah, blah, blah. So the caretaker also got pissed and it was a man on man situation, hands on. They were like all up each other's, each other's throats and everyone was out looking. It was just a whole scene. And I was like, oh damn, I'm going to be famous in this building. <laughs> But I was like, okay, let's let's keep going and see where this goes. So um, the caretaker kept threatening him about how he would call the cops on him. And honestly, I wouldn't mind. I, I, I called it. I, I just wanted him gone, like gone. But uh, it was better to solve this on the low because also I was, I don't know. 
I'm not just a nice person because I, I didn't imagine him being arrested and like making this a whole issue, making him have a criminal record. So I, I just like dismissed the whole issue. But now at this point, the caretaker is like, he's at your mercy. Whatever you want him to do, just say it. And I was like, there is no way I was going to clean up those glasses, bro. I wouldn't hurt myself cleaning up the glasses, cleaning up his mess. So I was like, first of all, he should clean this mess. And because he was raging at this point, because he felt like like his ego was infiltrated, he picked up the glasses with his hands. Yeah, and I mean bare hands. They were cutting through his skin. And I was looking at him and like, wow, you really messed up, dude. Really messed up. I was like trying to sympathize with his situation and i'm like i feel sorry for you but yeah you gotta do it you gotta clean up your mess so he collected uh, the glasses and i asked him to pay and replace the pain that he broke and he did so and i asked for an honest apology obviously it wasn't honest and he did it arrogantly but i didn't take it though because i still kept the beef till now that's why i'm telling this story because i can never forget it and if i ever see him I don't know what I will do. Let me just say that. I don't know what I will do because, man, he would have me fuming because it's still fresh in my mind despite the, despite the fact that it happened a couple of months ago, probably a year ago. I don't know, but it seems fresh in my mind. So after all that, uh, the caretaker ordered him to leave the building because he didn't stay there. He was staying at his cousin's. Exactly. So where he went hiding was his cousin's place. And that is where he was from the word go before he came to disturb my peace. So, um... He was uh, escorted out and as he was leaving, the caretaker was not around at this point. As he was leaving, he was like, oh my god, that girl is so dumb. If I had the power, I would blow her up in her house at this very instant. And I was like, what? After everything you did, you, has, you still have the audacity to say hideous things like that about how you want to take revenge on me for being woke and not letting you to my house because you're a stranger and i was like so mad and i was so raging and that instilled some fear in me i was so scared for like the next i don't know a year or so in school i will never let anyone in and any of my friends i had even informed them if you come to my place without letting me know bro you will knock the door until you go back to where you came from because there was no way i was opening the door for anyone and i used to lock my door even when i'm indoors and I used more than two padlocks so that you can know how tough the situation was because he really instilled fear in me. That was like he was definitely a psychopath. And I even had to post this story on social media and like tell girls to be woke because like these guys out here are like dangerous. They're dangerous guys out here. So it went on for a couple of months. Then another similar psycho story happened to me. I don't know why. I just seem to have bad luck when it comes to this stuff. But I guess that's why I started K for character development so that I can share with you guys the experiences that I have had, the experiences that my friends have told me about, so that you guys can be able to evade them. So that was uh, the first episode of my experience with a psychopath. So yeah, be careful who you let into your house. Be careful how you talk to strangers because I promise you people out here are cuckoo. People are crazy. And I mean crazy big time. So you should, you should take care of yourself if you don't want to find yourself on the wrong side of things. Because these are people who are capable of even killing you at this point. Because if he had the audacity to say that he would blow me up because of not letting him into my house and telling on him for what he did. I can imagine anyone who would think of dating that guy. Oh my god, you're in this for trouble. You're just looking for trouble yourself. But anyway, get to learn the people around you. Try to protect yourself from certain um, uh, experiences, please. 
yeah and i can't wait to see you guys in the next episode so thank you for the love so far thank you for all those who are listening thank you for the likes the comments and thank you for uh the the hype you guys are giving me and uh right now uh i think it's time for me to go and i can't wait to see you guys in episode two of psycho i'll be sharing the story uh, about how i also ran into another psycho but this one is gonna be hot the other one <laughs> hotter <laughs> I have really lived life to the fullest. So uh, make sure you guys share, share, share widely. And I love you guys so much. A mi me gusta mucho. A todos. Mwah. See you in the next episode on K for Character Development Podcast. Bye.